What have I got to say now? Right, so we'll go back to... Um, okay, so you are Jill Hoare. Yes. And you were born Jill Pym. Yes. P-Y-M. Okay. And uh, let's talk a little bit about your parents. Yes. My father was an architect and my mother was a labour councillor and St Pancras, agitating for milk for children and things like that. Mm, mm. And you told me that she was actually a- able to go to university herself? Yes, she was uh, uh, read history at Newnham, yes. Um, yeah, she was keen. Keen, I'd say. Mm, mm, mm. Um, so yes. there was intellectual conversation in the house? Uh, yes, mm. yes. Well, I guess. <laughs> I mean, we had nannies and our meals were downstairs. We rarely got to, I seem to remember in those pre-war days, <coughs> we came and spoke to the parents while they were eating, but I don't remember. Yeah, I, th- I think we were a bit divided, actually. Mm, mm, mm. Um, and then after that, um, during the wartime, my father was away for four years in India, and my mother rented a house near to where the school had evacuated to in Bedfordshire. She used to go up the A1 on her little motorbike. Oh my goodness! No, not a motor, sort of fucked up type bicycle. Mm. I don't know what they're called. Hitching lifts on the backs of lorries, if you, if you please. <laughs> she sounds amazing. <laughs> anyway, uh, so we were at school in Bedfordshire, and then we went to Monkton Wild in Dorset, which was just lovely, and that was uh, quite a free school. You essentially chose your own timetable. I mean, I think I would have done better if I'd been to more proper school mm. actually but mm. um but was it did you get enough maths do you think uh get uh well i i had to go to southampton high school for my a levels i mean it took the uh wasn't gcse low level no it wasn't it was school school certificate school certificate yeah exactly and then next then i took some o levels and or well i can't remember had to do an extra one in Latin because I was going to apply to Cambridge. Mm-hmm. I mean, my maths wasn't nearly good enough to go to Cambridge. In the end, I went and did a general degree in, at King's in London, which was okay. I think I, I think my, my current granddaughter, who's got tired of maths, she's always been a star at school and and just decided she wanted something different, so she's doing French and Arabic. Tony's <laughs> <laughs> a bit disappointed. Um, I think I was tired of it, but I didn't want to teach and I didn't want to go into business. I had a difficulty thinking what I did want to do. Mm. Um, what, what, what did a general degree involve? Oh, it was really? physics and maths. Oh, oh, it was, sorry, when you said yes. that, so it was, yes, yes, it was yes. physics and maths. Physics yes. and maths, but yes. it was, um, and, and then I did in the third year some history of science, um, but uh, I kind of switched off, I think. Mm, mm, mm. Um, and were you, and so which, what years were you, were you at university? Uh, 53 to 50. Okay, so so computers did exist at that point, but they were yeah, very I very early. Think we, uh, yeah, one had heard of them. Yes, but I don't think we knew anything. 
anything about them. No. <coughs> um, yes, yeah, so I was flailing around with my father saying, you've got to find a proper job, and uh, thinking perhaps I'd work for a statistical establishment or... Um, and then Lyons Corner Houses mm-hmm. advertised for people who might be interested in this new thing. And they were running a free course for a week. Can't really exactly remember what we did. Little puzzles, I suppose. Perhaps it wasn't mm. even a week, a day, even. No, it must have been a bit longer than that, I think. Um, and I thought, oh, this is lovely. <laughs> um, I'd like to do this. Uh, I wasn't actually offered a job at Lyons. They just acquired a computer. Yes, well, I know about that because I wrote a book about the Lyons computer. Right. So I do know all about this and I know about their programming course. Yes. Right. Yes. So I hadn't realised you'd done that. That's yes. very interesting. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, so I was quite fired up. And then we had a cousin who worked for. Elliot, but he's an engineer, <coughs> my father's cousin. And he said, oh yes, I mean, I suppose my father spoke to him about it and said, you know, what, what is this new thing? And, and he was enthusiastic and said, oh yes, they were recruiting. And why don't you write to whoever it was, Lawrence Clark? So I did. Mm. And well, having done the Lions course must have put you far ahead of nearly everybody else who applied well, I to the job. I mean, there were already programmers at Elliot's, mm-hmm. because they'd been um, manufacturing scientific computers um, for, for um, you know, um, I mean, I think they had quite a big um, involvement with uh, military things, <coughs> so controlling guns or equipment or or industrial industrial things, mm, I think. Mm. Anyway, um, so I was certainly wasn't alone when I got there, um, though the group to, to do with business computers, slightly less mathematical. Mm-hmm. <coughs> and that's what you joined, was it? Yes. Yes, yes. Yes. And were there many other women there? Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, our immediate boss was a was a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you remember her name? Yes, Sheila Quinn. Mm-hmm. And there was also uh, uh, <coughs> Andrew St. Johnson and Nina Vaughan were the sort of next layer up and very keen on. But they'd all been, it seemed to me, computing for quite a long time. I mean, they knew, you know, um, I don't, didn't feel, well, I suppose, we were flailing our way to finding <coughs> how to present computers so that more ordinary people could use them. You know, well, I mean, first, for, well, first thing I did was to work on um, a library of scientific routines, mm-hmm. um, which would be available for everybody, <coughs> and then. And what? And what? Did that involve with these routines that had been developed just within Elliot's or in other? Yes. yes. Oh yes. 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 I mean, there was, as it were, a boffin. Um, he was definitely a scientist. He was writing the routines mostly. I mean, sometimes I was asked to um, <coughs> check them or whatever. But essentially, um, 
Yeah, I mean, to write, even to write some simple ones, but he did the sort of sines and cosines and logs, this and that. Um, I can't hardly remember. Floating mm. point arithmetic. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, long before there was a floating point unit. Um, and, and so you were putting these routines together in such a way that the, others could exactly, use them. Exactly, but then, yes. the, then there was... Um, autocodes. I mean, we wrote in machine code. Yes, yes. yes. So at that point, there wasn't a, a language, an actual language. language. Yes, no, yes. There was talk of <laughs> F, <laughs> the, um, the um, American. Uh, well, anyway. Fortran. Fortran, yes. yes. Mm. There was talk of Fortran. Um, but we didn't ha- have it. <coughs> yeah. So then they wrote. We wrote. People wrote their own autocodes, and that's what I've. That was the. Yeah. I mean, I, <coughs> after I worked on the 405 for a bit, that was a big, big project, and seemed to be struggling. I mean, honestly, those computers that filled the room mm. and the. The um, what do they call the valves, which kept. I mean, they needed an engineer there full time to keep them cracking. <coughs> and then they added paper tape. No, then they added uh, magnetic tape, mm. and that's another hazard. Mm. <laughs> 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 so you did. You were kind of up close and personal with the computer itself. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Well, you were. You didn't actually. Well, you actually get to use it face. I mean, yes, I was, because sometimes I was sent away to places where the computer was being installed, and that was a bit hazardous. And um, yeah. So you worked with clients, people who were buying customers, people who were buying the computers. Or. Uh, well, probably not. They weren't even using them yet. I don't think. Yes. I think it was more with it, with the engineer, you know, running tests to see whether, see whether things actually worked or not. Yes. Yes. Um, which they generally didn't, so far as I can remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, and did you punch? T- t- so, what were the in- was the inputs input on? Was punched. Well, originally. Uh, Yes, I mean the IBM ones were all punch cards. Yes. They? Uh, the only ones I, I I never had to do with punch cards. Those there were other people in the firm who had been punching cards. I mean there was a whole array of girls punch cards. Yes. Girls. Yes, that's what I was clarifying. That yes. you, you didn't have to do that yourself. I, there no, were other people who did that. Yeah. There were other people who did that. Mm. Um, and I. I can't now remember what exactly they were. The early, those early computers must have had punch card input and then came paper tape. And that I did have quite a lot to do with. Um, yes, writing routines to check accuracy or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, not to mention little machines that you could also tape with a little punch. Mm. <laughs> a little punch. 
like my braille, my blind friend who has a braille thing that she can punch. The little things is like that. Mm -hmm. And preferably no sellotape though. <laughs> <laughs> she could remember there were occasions engineers ticked us off like in a So we went on. Um, so that's, let's just get a date stamp in. So which year did you start with? Started, I suppose I started at the end of, I think, 56. Of, I mean, if I started college in 53, 54, 55, I must have come out 50, at the end of 56. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> well, I only worked for them for I reckon for six years. Mm -hmm. mm. Um, and and what changed in that time? Because that was quite a period of quite rapid oh development, yes, wasn't it? Was, it was. Mm. Well, I mean, I was not aware when I went in of anything really. I mean, okay, so I've been shown this nasty thing called computing, programming, which I was quite good at, I suppose, and enjoyed. And it was a nice crew of people, you know, they were all young and everybody was doing something newish. And um, yeah, we went at the sort of worrisome end of making money out of it sort of thing. I mean, it was all go, though. <coughs> and computers, I mean, Kenny took, it, took the computer over to Russia, but that was much later. Mm. To begin with, I worked on those 405s, which were yes. really, oh, it's like working for the National Health Service. <laughs> They'd bitten off more than they could chew, really. Well, I suppose they got them going in the end. Mm -hmm. sort of. So I was thankful when the new, smaller computer, the 803 or um, 802, much smaller. Oh, I suppose they were... Transistor, Transistor yes, 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 yes. And even there, you didn't often get to actually use, you know, the operators. You gave your program to the operator and they ran it for mm. you. Mm. Um, none of this sitting, typically tapping yourself. Mm. Um, but at that, by that point, presumably a language had come in? You well, that's when, what... I mean, to begin with, we again worked in, in machine code, mm -hmm. and then, yes, an auto code was developed. And the girl who did that, Raina Ben, who got married and went to Israel, and it wasn't quite finished, so I took it over and finished it off. So then I had some sense of what an auto code was like. And then alcohol reared its head, and we all went, well, the boss. Roger Cook and Tony and Brooklyn and somebody else and me all went down to um, Brighton or wherever it was, where Ed Skadatra and Peter, that Peter, Peter, Tony would remember, <coughs> were giving a demonstration and were talking about alcohol and mm -hmm. we all got fired up and said, couldn't we do that for the 803 instead of just an autocode. So we did, and that was good. I mean, it wasn't a, an absolutely full version, you know, but 
didn't help. So Tony and I worked on that, and that was good. And what's that for for, for a complete complete computer ignoramus? What, what did that involve? Well. a way of writing your problem in sort of semi-mathematical form. You had to read those characters in mm -hmm. and maybe read in a whole bunch of them. No, I can't hardly remember. But it, it was about, well, on the one hand, the language has got to be something that's reasonably easy for the user to write in. Yes. But on the other hand, the computer's got to understand it. Yes. So in the middle, is that yes. is that what a compiler is, is a thing that yes, takes that, that, that... takes that and turns and it into... turns it into machine code. Yes, yes. So that's what it was. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Only then that machine, I mean, then we got into physical difficulties, like the machine wasn't big enough to hold, his memory wasn't big enough to hold all that was required, and I think we had to do two passes, we had to translate it into some sort of a semi-code, and then read it back again and translate it into absolute machine code. I really can't remember the details mm, mm. of it, but it was a big thing. You had a huge paper tape like that, which was, well, First of all, the computer spewed it out into a bin and then read it back again. You hope there were no candles. <laughs> <laughs> and where, I forgot to ask you where the Borum where you were based. Oh, Borumwood. Yes. Yes. yes, yes. We lived in Barnet. Right. So you've mentioned Tony a couple of times. So was Tony already at Elliot when you no. arrived? You got there first. Yes. He came later. Mm -hmm. And he was, there was talk of him doing, well, he had been with them in Manchester doing machine translation and I think, I don't know whether the people that, the boss people at Edits thought that might be something that they would embark on, but I think Tony quickly put them out of Yeah, well, so I mean, translating a foreign language is a step different from from translating um, uh, mathematical mm. formulas mm -hmm. and things like that, instructions for a computer is essentially translating a language. So, um, um, so at what point did you get together? I think after the Almond compiler was done, actually. Though maybe <laughs> I can't remember exactly in, I can't remember exactly in relation to the Algol, but oh possibly it was during. Mm, mm, mm. Yes. Yes. But it was quite a low key then in those days you had to get married. Mm -hmm. There's no question of living with somebody. Mm. It's 
So we did get married rather quickly, uh, to the chagrin of our parents, I think. Well, <laughs> <laughs> between his parents saying, you won't. You know, we said we are going to get married in the registry office, and they were very churchy people. Tony was the only one in the family who was had given it up, and um, and I never had it, so I was looked upon as a rather strange being, I think, by them. But I think they accepted me right in the end. <laughs> well, not in the end, I think from the beginning. <laughs> we got on with them mostly okay. <laughs> um, but we didn't baptise our children, and we didn't go to church, so um, I was... I was just going to come back to the company, because at yes. some point, um, I vaguely remember from my history of Leo that um, essentially all the British computer companies yes, gradually went through right. a series of mergers. They did, yes. Was it ICL that yes, I think so. Elliot merged with? I think so, yes. Well, ICT, it would have been then, ICT. It became ICL later. Yes, I think I'd given up. Oh. I mean, I think that, um, Tony was involved with that, and it was... Really, essentially, why he left Elliot's, I think. Yes. Because of the mergers. Yes, yes. I mean, I was busy having babies then and didn't pay too much mm. attention to it. Mm. Mm. Yes. Um, yes, essentially, after the album was done, um, and then we were working on. Uh, I mean, it was just essentially translating a language and not much, we hadn't paid much attention to this business of getting the stuff out or printing it or uh, and all that had to be added on as it were um, and they were just coming to grips with those things and new machines for printing and um, new forms of output I suppose. Mm -hmm. um, I wasn't so much involved with that. Well, I started to be, but then, then I left. So uh, it was only a small window in this vast array, and I mean, the mind boggles at what's happened since. But it's, I am very interested to hear that that it, it, there were so many women involved at, at yes, Elliot's in yes. that, that kind and, of work. And, and yeah, I think of our group, I think half of them in action. Yeah, it was a whole bunch of them. Yes, which is more than Lions, because like, I mean, Mary Coombs, do you know Mary? No, I don't. She was the first female programmer at Lions. Right. So she did the, she, she already worked for Lions. She was in, um, well, I can't remember which, she was in some administrative office, but she decided to take the, the course that you took. Uh, and they did hire her, um, but she was the only one for quite a long time. Uh, and then there were a couple of women a, a few years later than that. But uh, certainly, it wasn't the case that programming was dominated. When I joined Elliot, there already was a, a, a group. I mean, after I came, there were quite a few more mm, mm. employed. But um, yeah, there was quite a sense that there were already several women. Mm, mm. And in senior positions too. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's very interesting. Yeah. So you essentially stopped when you had your children. Yes. Um, and so just take me briefly through the moves that you made as a family 
after that. Oh well, Tony was going to go to Manchester and we hovered in Bar in Barnet because we hadn't held our house and then he went for an interview in Belfast and I said, oh my god, we can't go to that awful Ian Paisley place. But then he rang up and said, I've been offered the job. <laughs> <laughs> so we had to go. <laughs> and actually we had a wonderful time in Belfast. It was it was really, really nice. Uh, in spite of the troubles, um, it was just nice to be in a smaller, proper place. Mm. Um, you could see the mountains at the end of the streets, and the sea wasn't far away. Mm. And, you know, compared to Barnet uh, <laughs> and you know London Spring. Yes, I'd only ever really lived um, in London. Mm. Um, it was lovely, and people were very friendly, and and Queens was wonderful. Mm -hmm. uh, and all the time the troubles got worse and people we thought, what are we doing here? Shall we just pack up our bags and go away? It seemed that Queen's was Queen's was the only non sectarian educational establishment in the north of Ireland then and it just seemed a good thing to support. Mm, mm. You know, so we stayed. Um, and although Tony had a bit of a rough time with the powers that be when he first got there. I mean, he was quite young and the computing was new and, you know, uh, he wasn't quite the first. There'd been an American fellow in front, um, but he had a struggle. But then he had a struggle in Oxford too, mm -hmm. Oxford. So at Queen's he was setting up, essentially setting up a computing department, was well, he? Well, no, I think it was already set up, I don't know, sure. Or developing it. Developing it. Yes, 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 yes. I mean, there were quite a lot of new people came off that he recruited, mm. yes, yes. Um, and did you do any work at all during that time? Or no, no, I did sort of voluntary work in the nursery school and mm. things like that, mm -hmm. yes. Mm. No, um, and so how long were you in Belfast? Nine years, nine years. Mm -hmm. So that gets with us up to? One year, with one year, no, six months we went to California. Well, now that was a... <laughs> Going to California from Belfast <laughs> <laughs> was quite a shock. Yes. Which institution? Stanford. Stanford, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, yes, that was good. <laughs> Children enjoyed it. Mm. In, the, in the end, I wish we'd stayed a full year and had done with it, but I was a bit anxious about them missing all that my proper school. <laughs> I doubt. I know some people who've been, and they say they're coming back, and they never do. Mm -hmm. I don't think we would have been. Don't think so. But I suppose it would have been harder after a year. Mm -hmm. Anyway, we had a good time in California, and then came back to the three-day week and strikes and don't know what all. So we're in the early seventies now. Seventy-two, seventy-three. Yes. 72, 73, yes. 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 It was seventy three. Yeah. It was seventy three we went seventy three, seventy four that we went to California. Mm. Yes, Nixon and all that. I mean yeah, it was quite quite a In interesting times. <laughs> yes. Um okay, seventies. Then we came 
Belfast and then Tony sort of got offered the job in Oxford. Because Christopher Strait, she had just died, hadn't yes. he, unexpectedly? Yes, yes. yes. Yeah. And somehow Oxford was not to be refused. So the Aptics went to Oxford. Well, I suppose I was quite relieved that the children had weren't teenagers and wandering off on their own into the city of Belfast that time. It was quite... I never took them except once a year to buy shoes in Sandy Row. Um, you know, there was always this feeling that it was a bomb might go off. Yes, yes. I used to say if I went early, the bombs had all been up all night and didn't <laughs> <laughs> get crashing. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I mean, there were some hairy moments when the soldiers were between us and um, the school and driving in the streets and you got between two armoured vehicles. Was it the mm-hmm. <laughs> but you got used to it remarkably quickly. Um, we were actually away in California when our own greengrocer got blown up in a shop. Oh, goodness. Mm. But otherwise, we weren't very close to any troubles. So Oxford would have been very different again? Yeah, exactly, yes. Yes, absolutely. Yes, there was a, a kind of relief, I think. Uh, for teenagers, Oxford has its problems too. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, and the school, I mean, so they took their education fairly seriously in Northern Ireland, and you know, Joanna was, had come to the end of primary school and was all set to go to the, well, they had a lot of private schools in Belfast as well. Um, she probably should have gone to Oxford High School, but she, we, the age she was, she could go to middle school. Well, the middle school was a sort of minor one thing or the other, I didn't think. And they didn't push her very hard. They all said she was amazing and they'd never seen a child like that before. But they didn't push her up a year. Something about there was an unsatisfactory group of girls in that next year up. <laughs> so I was all a bit. However, John was inclined to be bolshy, so there was no point in pushing her too much. We did suggest she went to the Oxford High for sixth form, but in the end she went to Charwell um, and Tom went to Charwell. So My children went to Charwell. Did they? Yes. <laughs> it was fine. And indeed, the middle school, they were they were among the last to go in the middle school because well, that system was abolished was just it? after yes. they'd been there. Yes. Yeah. I mean, coming from, coming at 11 from Belfast where you take me your... 11 plus. 11 plus. Yes, yes. Um, uh, it seemed a great letdown. Yes, I, c- I can understand. Um, <laughs> mm. um, and Matthew also was um, 
Well, when Matty fell ill, which he did pretty much fairly soon after we got there, and he wasn't living too well. He was two years younger, so I suppose it was nine, eight, nine or ten or something. In the end, we sent him to Malden, where he had a wonderful time. Mm -hmm. He was into chess clubs and, you know, was mm -hmm. good and stretched. And, and you mentioned that at some point in Oxford you started working for the, the NHS. Yes. I think that was after that. Matthew got ill pretty much as soon as we got to Oxford, I think. And then we had two years of being attached to the hospital, mm -hmm. back and forth. And it was after that. Yeah, one of the doctors that had... Um, looked after Matthew was very keen on starting up computing in the hospital and didn't approve of the sort of National Health Service system and was trying to get a more innovative thing going and so I worked on that and we had it we had a system that ran on the wall, you know, which displayed the patients and could keep records of their um, you know, their comings in and goings out. Mm, and admissions, admissions, admissions and, and discharges, and I think. Discharges yes, yes, yes. But, of course, he didn't have any funding for it, and uh, the powers that be in the hospital weren't. So, I mean, we trotted along for a bit, so long as I was prepared to keep it going, but... What, and how many hours were you were you doing that full time? Well, no, no, not full time. Mm. No, about half time. Yes. Well, even yes. And then in the end, they got sort of scooped up. There was a department which managed the compute, kept the computing on on track, as mm -hmm. it were. Uh, quite a big department, and I sort of attached a corner of it. But um, so I was paid something. But oh, were you were you not paid originally? I started off by not pay, being paid. Oh right. Yes. Mm -hmm. Volunteered. Yes. Um, and this, this this system you were talking about, you, I mean, is that something you you created from from scratch? No, no. There was something called fourth dimensions. I mean, there was sort of um, um, software schemes which helped you develop your own. Um, structures. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yes. Um, I don't know where that fourth dimension thing came from. Yeah, I mean, I think it was just one layer higher, or two or three layers higher than than what I've been working on. I mean, it was so completely different. I mm. really. Um, so uh, whether it was this on uh, held on desktop computers yes, by that time? Yes, 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 yes. And a communal printer somewhere or other. I can't remember. Did we have paper tape? How did we get? Did we type it all in? I suppose we did. Yeah, I mean, I can't. Actually, can't. <laughs> 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 anyway.
anyway, working for the I mean, it just was unsatisfactory, really. I yes. Mean, I had enjoyed doing the initial work for Chris, um, and it was nice to see it up on the walls, and he had friends, you know, the ward clerk was keen, and, and it all seemed as if it might might take off, but it never did. And, um, you know, they had consultants from outside. It was one of those days when they were starting PFI. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all the consultants are very cheery about their own um, areas of interest. And for all I know, there, were, there might have been other um, departments which were doing or not, or just trailing along with the National Health Service computing thing, mm. which is still not speaking to the GPs, although it's supposed to be, I don't know. <laughs> um, I mean, the National Health Service is just too big. Mm. Mm. Um, so, although I quite enjoyed it, in the end it got to be... I could see it wasn't going anywhere, you know, and yet I hadn't to just say, probably should have said, this isn't going to work and I'm giving up. You know, having put quite a lot of work yes. into it, it seemed, yes. seemed uh, as if... Defeatist. Defeatist, yes. Exactly, yes. 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 So then we left Oxford and came here. And when was that? 1999. Okay. So we've been here nearly as long. No, we were 22 years in Oxford. Here we are, 19 years, oh, nearly 20 years. In Cambridge, in we'll Cambridge. just say that, just so people yes. know where we are. Yes. <laughs> yes. In Cambridge, yes. Everybody says, which do you prefer? I say, well, Cambridge is a very nice place. <laughs> And when I go back to Oxford, then I'm very glad to feel as if I was coming home. Mm-hmm. And there are things, a few things in Oxford that I miss, but, you know, here's very nice. Mm. Well, they're both nice, aren't they, in their yes. ways? In their ways, yes. 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 And have you done any work in Cambridge? No. No. Nope. And, and how about in your, in your daily life? Do you, do you have a computer at home that you use? I regret to say that I do have a computer foisted on me by my children. <laughs> um, and I've now let it get... In fact, I was supposed to be taking it to the Apple shop. Tony never had an Apple. Tony never had a computer all the time as a professor, until the very end. So we didn't really have computing in the house much. He won one from way back. Um, Matthew used to play with it, um, but no, I, I don't really like computers. Let's <laughs> <laughs> be honest. Yes. Um, yes, I've let mine get so that it now can't read things that people send me, or can't do something. Rather, um, maybe I need an upgrade. Yes, I couldn't even pay my Amazon account on it, it wouldn't let me. So we had to transfer the stuff in Tony's machine, and then, then we could do it. <laughs> I mean, um, 
No, we have a tangled relationship with computers, I should say. Yes, yes. Um, so what you enjoyed about computing wasn't actually dealing with the machine, but developing the code and solving yes. the puzzles, essentially. Yes, yes. solving yes. the puzzles. Yes, yes. 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 Oh, I see, yes. So puzzles are still a part of your life. Puzzles, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, I do the crossword and that. Yes. Yes, puzzles is what I enjoy doing. Yeah, I suppose I did jigsaw puzzles when I was little too. I, my grandfather always used to have very lovely old ones and we always did them with him when we visited. So you're the kind of person who, if you'd been a bit younger, uh, sorry, a bit older, might have been recruited to Bletchley Park. They liked people I who suppose, did cross, crosswords yes. and and, yes, and chess yes, and that kind possibly, of thing. Possibly, <laughs> yes, yes, actually, we live very near to Bletchley. Mm. In, um, I think we probably had a cousin or two, or at least one cousin who worked there. Um, cousin of my mother's, that is. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, yeah. Mm, mm. Well, I think that's probably covered yeah. everything we we wanted to say. I'm not sure whether I'm sure if if um, Bernard was here doing the conversation, he would ask you much more detailed questions about Algol than I'm able to do. But maybe it's just as well not to do that. I think it probably is actually. I think I think I maybe um, I probably have forgotten. <coughs> Yeah. Well, it's a long time ago, but I mean, I think you've you've given me insights into what was happening at Elliot that I had no idea about before. Right. So right. Um, I think that's very very interesting. And I, I mean, I suppose by being married to Tony, you've been involved in the world of people who have to do with computers. Well, exactly. <laughs> so most of the people, I mean a lot of your friends must be people who have something to do with computers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, um, I mean is, is, is that a community that has some kind of cohesiveness do you think or is it just a, a bunch of people who happen to have ended up doing that? Yeah I guess it is but I mean some of those, uni- yeah, some of those university departments sure are huge communities of people, hopefully talking to each other, but sometimes not. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I feel quite on the edge of that, but I, I mean, I, I know them as people. Yes. Uh, even if I don't know their work. Mm, mm. Yeah. Good. Well, I, I think, I think really that is everything. Good.